Okay. We got it? Oh, we're on. All right. Yeah, so I cut out a lot of people with Zen Bitslap. I did. Zen Bitslap came from, uh, if you look at some of the names of spiritual websites, you know, Eternal Love or whatever, and then, you know, all there is is one, and then Zen bitch slap. Who are you going to go to really? And what are you going to remember? If you hear it, you're going to remember Zen bitch slap. But you got to be careful. If you change the I to a Y, it's like a soft porn site it used to be. Zen bitch slap. They stole, yeah. So the idea, and that came from my recovery days. I've been in recovery for about 31 years. And, you know, you'd be trying to get something across and then things, because this is sort of like a download. That thing would seek a way of saying something that would provoke an image. So Zen Bitch Slap is sort of like that, yes? It's a, yeah. So you want to just give a whack so that what happens is it's almost as if, as if the camera is running and you just want to smack the camera so it shuts off for a second because that's what you are. When that shuts off, what continues? Yeah? This can be interrupted, but what you are can't be interrupted. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So if you can get a taste of what you're not, it leads to, fi you'll finally, you know, you'll be, you will arrive at what you are because you've never left. But if you attempt, this is the dilemma about most spirituality, you're attempting to arrive somewhere you already are. Yeah? So it's already built in, there's a failure. But it's successful for something. Yeah? That which you're not, it's very successful for, because all the while looking for what you are, you're more of what you're not every freaking day. And the what you're not gets bigger in the image. Yeah? Especially a, a spiritual what you're not can get really profoundly slippery in a lot of ways, yeah? So this whole point of non-duality is, is basically saying, so it's basically implying there's something called duality. So duality is sort of like a binary system, yes? Hot, cold, yes, no, day, night, yeah? Either, or. This is sort of dualistic, yeah? It's, it's like... A, the currency of this realm is two-sided. No matter how many times you slice the coin, you'd still have two sides. So this is duality. And the duality stems from a dualism, where right where we are, we're in a movement of subject-object. So sometimes when there's thoughts, we believe we're the thinker of them, yeah? So we'd be the subject of the thoughts. And sometimes the thoughts are about us as an object, yeah? So you're at home late at night and you're thinking about you as an object, yes? So there's a you that's the object, there's the you that's the subject. So that's dualism. So it's basically saying not to to both of those, yeah? There isn't any subject object and there is no this or that. These are appearances based on certain conditions, yeah? So what would happen? Let's say there's subjectivity and seemingly subjectivity moves through an object. Or let's, let me use the old story of the brownie. You ever hear of a brownie camera? Well, back when I was young, they'd have these very cheap cameras. They were about 10 bucks. They were a little rectangle. And they had like plastic lenses. And you'd basically just point and hope, really. You couldn't really see. You know, like the finder was very tiny. And you just take a picture and you get it developed. So let's say there's the brownie. 
and then suddenly this, this beautiful camera comes on a nice walking tripod and it's got HD 360 surround vision. I mean, the quality is just like priceless. And it decides, it starts, it goes, hey, what's this? And it looks through the brownie. And as it looks through the brownie, it seems to forget that it's the big camera, yeah? It doesn't forget, but it appears to it it's forgotten. Yeah, this is a key, because everything here is seemingly so. It's appearing to be so to us, yeah? It doesn't mean it's so, but it seems to be so to us. So the camera, the big camera, looks through the brownie, starts seeing life through the brownie, yeah? And after a while, starts to get irritable, restless, discontent. Man, it has vague memories. I used to see things so much clearer and Panavision and shit like that. And But being identified as the brownie, the only way you can hope for improvement is by buying like Nikon lenses and putting it on the brownie. So it buys like a $5,000 lens site, but it, the first lens is that plastic lens. It's gonna override all the quality the other lenses have, yeah? As soon as you put it on here, it doesn't matter. You can put on $8,000 lens, 30, it's still gonna be the plastic lens that's giving it the meaning, yeah? So what happens? Another camera sees the situation, says, hey, hey, Nikon, let's say. And so he says, hey, you're not that. So Nikon suddenly hears, not that it's a Nikon as the brownie, not that you were, you can be a great freaking camera. If you just worked hard and worked, purified your browniness, you would end up being a great Nikon. No, the guy says, hey, you're not a brownie. So suddenly the Nikon hears the message, I'm not a brownie. And it looks at the brownie in a different way. It goes, hey, maybe I'm not the brownie. What possibilities suddenly shows up for the Nikon, which wasn't available, right? By seeing what it's not, it, can, it immediately entertains, hey, I can be free from it. And based on the fact that it's been inherently free from it, it was never bound and it was never stitched into the brownie. It hasn't been screwed into the brownie. It was just identified as the brownie. Once it gets, here's the idea, hey, I may not be a brownie. I can be free from it. And there so then the possibilities available to it and it just moves away from the brownie now the, maybe sometimes it's looking through the brownie but it doesn't see itself to be the brownie anymore i'll give another story to get the same message to let's say there's a world of sense that's all there is the only way you can experience the world would be feeling and so in this world Feeling is everything's described in that in that frame. And so their idea of heaven is that you would be in a like a barrel full of rose petals and the softness would be exquisite of the the roses and you've never felt anything as soft and that would be like the nirvana of this world. Yeah. But all the while in this world, you've got a thick glove on. Yeah. Very rough fabric. So everything you feel is being interpreted through the glove. Yeah, everything you feel seems to say, well, everything seems rough and shit like that. And you're thinking everything is rough, but it's not. Everything is what it is, but it's getting translated through the glove and the hand is taking itself to be the glove. The hand is what you are. It's forgotten it's a hand and it takes itself to be the glove. So when it goes to heaven and it falls into the rose petals, 
It feels around. It feels like everything else. So all it can do is become like a fundamentalist and believe there's a fucking heaven, but it doesn't have any sense feltness of the heaven. Yeah, because the self -felt, uh, feltness is usually not going to be rigid and structured. It's going to be loose because Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what it provokes. Not like oh. There's only rose petals. No, you just fucking, wow, petals, you know? So the problem with this is, okay, it seems like it'd be easy. Just tell the hand to pull itself out of the glove, then all the problem's over. See, but when that message tries to get to the hand, it's claimed as the glove. So now the glove gets this, gets really convoluted because now it says someone has told them, you gotta get out of the glove as the glove. So now it's trying to get out of itself as itself. So it's fundamentally caught even more. The possibility, hey, maybe you're not the glove, who knows? And then what? You entertain the possibility, the hand comes out. Now it feels things, you know, the horse is in front of the cart. It's sensing things clearly. And even if it finds itself in the glove, it's never fooled again, yeah? Now the glove story is constantly being represented, constantly being articulated, but now there's a note that you're hearing before all that, and that's where you can rest, yes? You can rest in the pause before thought, not trying to seek a pause after thoughts, yeah? And you start realizing a lot of things when the hand has been out of the glove, because it's never really been in the glove. It's just freaking taking itself to be there, yeah? A lot of things start becoming clear to it, yes? Yeah, yeah, and so now it has an immunity Let's say, because let's say the glove, to be a glove now, it has, to, it has to be obsessed, I was a glove, and it has to be obsessed, I will be a glove, yeah? So to make the appearance seem really so now, it has to be obsessed with yesterday. There I am as a glove, there I am as a glove, there I am in Hawaii as a glove, there I am here, this happened to me, and all, everyone, every other glove will reinforce your story as long as you listen to their story. Oh, you're, you're a glove, you're a glove, you're a glove, you're a glove. And then you remember being a glove now by thinking about yourself as a glove in the future. Not you, the system does. So the system goes, I was a glove, Look at the fucking pictures. I graduated. That <laughs> was the highest glove in the class. Look at that. And I will be a glove. Therefore, I am a glove. This is it. It's a little robbery in time. Yeah? It doesn't have an I am. It has an I was and I will be. Therefore, I am. It's fucking mental. It's a mental logic. It can never get before what we are. But what it does, it appears after and assumes and suggests that it's before. And then we seem to listen to it sufficiently enough to start our lives there. And there, when we are, when the after is the before, then the before has to be made into after. So now you're looking for yourself. Yeah? That's what you're not. So this whole idea of non-duality is just negating it. It's not going, you're not that. It's just factual. I'm not that. You know, it's not like a big, oh, no. you're not trying to deny it. Denial doesn't work. Yeah? If you deny something, you're going to act and feel like more of it than ever. It's a negation. It's just seeing there is no two. Yeah? You want to call it subjectivity? There's no subject-object. There's just subjectivity. Okay, so you arrive, and when you seem to arrive, it tells you it's always been that way. Like there's a famous yogic mantra, it's translated a lot. I gave a talk at a 
yoga studio in Philly and they had it on the wall. And it said, gone, gone, gone to the other shore. Now Buddhism, the other shore is whatever, waking up, whatever you want to call it. Gone, gone, gone to the other shore. Yeah, following me? Upon arriving at the other shore on having never left. It's the exact same sentiment we're trying to speak about, yeah? So if you, if you move the last sentence to the, sops, the top sentence, it would only be on having never left. <laughs> Just like all the fairy tales of once upon a time, you could have a book of one page on having never left, basically. It would shut the whole story down. But every story starts once upon a time, exactly. It needs time, yes? So here on having never left, what's the big freaking deal? You can go to Philly, you can go to Toronto, you can go to Europe, you can go Antarctica on having never left. Basically, the same space is the same space. It doesn't matter what city's appearing in it. Yeah. So, I followed it, I heard it, yeah. It was like an unspoken yes, and some corrections needed to be made, which I felt weren't being emphasized in satsang. So I got moved to start emphasizing it. And then I read in some books, like people I appreciated, like Ramana. Ramana didn't write a book in English. He did it in his own dialect, maybe one. But most, a lot of his students or people that are around him wrote books about his teachings. And in his teachings, they'd always emphasize this one statement and say it in a lot of different ways. And it's the, there's a presupposing, and remember pre, it's very important to me. There's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, yes? Now without the animation, without the, you see this glove, without the hand in it, the glove is inert, yes? So without life, the body is inert. Have you ever seen someone you knew and then you see them dead and it's like, that wasn't them, you know? Because we were in the act of being identified as a body, so we saw them as a body, when we see the body without them, it was obvious not the body, yeah? So there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. And if this is the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? And first of all, you can't destroy a non-existent thing. It would have to have existed, so it's quite easy. <laughs> and therefore, if you're looking for salvation for the non-existent thing and turn it into from the non-existent thing, then the salvation is inherently available because the obscuring agent is non-existing. <laughs> so in fact, at no time were you ever, ever, ever out of salvation from the non-existent thing. We're in perpetual salvation from non-existent things. <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> you can't be more saved than that. <laughs> and how, how much time would it take to be saved from a non-existent thing? No time. <laughs> and would you have to visit the non-existent thing to make sure it hasn't regrouped? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's you that's animating the glove. It's you. Yeah, the glove has no animation in and of itself. Yeah. So, to me, that's the feeling of the direction of the message. So, I like to say it. Instead of looking for what you are from what you're not, 
you see what you're not looking for what you are from what you are. <laughs> That's what happens, yeah? It's like a switcheroo. It's like this goes there and this goes there. And maybe you have the, it happens, maybe you'll need it 50 times, maybe once, who knows? But there'll still will be a shift in interest and attention to the point where the foreground, which is filled with you all day, will be moved to the background, and the background, which is what we are, will be moved to the foreground. Even though the foreground and background are appearing in what we are, but let's, as an image, yes? And so now, the interest and attention has been shifted, not by you, yeah, but you're an expression of it, yeah? So the interest and attention gets distributed differently, and now, instead of, we call it the obsession with self, it's the same energy and it could be seen as abiding in the truth. It's the exact same energy, it's just where it's put, yeah? So when it's taken out of the mental state and put somewhere else, that's called abiding in the truth. When it's in the mental state, that's called obsession with self. Yeah, it's the same energy, it's just where it is, yeah? And you can't bring it to one to the other because that would be the one. <laughs> See, what you're not can't lose interest in what you're not. That's a lot of interest in what you're not. Yeah, so you have to just see what you're not <laughs> and then come to these talks and we'll try to share all the pitfalls of how the system will reinforce itself Yeah, to the point where we have it in recovery as an observation over years of people trying to do it. They came to a conclusion, self can't get out of self. So this feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity can't get out of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. And actually, the wanting to get out of it is the bigger in. It's the biggest in of them all. <laughs> this is, this is, this out is realizing you were never in. This isn't, you've escaped from the in and you're out, because that's just the bigger in. This is realizing you were never in, so there's no need to get out. And that's being out. Yeah? It looks like you're completely in but you're being out at the same time. Pretty good, yeah. It doesn't take much effort or thought because it's already in place and it has nothing to do with time. It doesn't, it's just, it's so before time, we don't even notice it when we're looking through time. We just don't fucking get it, yeah. It just seems it's like a fish that really fervent believes it's dry. <laughs> It's been in the water its whole existence. It's been in there the whole time, so it has no idea that it's wet. <laughs> so the fish can <laughs> go on a, a retreat to feel wet on maybe the eighth day, all the while totally drenched the whole freaking time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's insane to me. So, yeah, that's a simple message. It's just a little bit of, you know, usually... When the mental state tries to hear it, it's like a dog. You know when a dog is like, you know, it's like that thing goes, and then, and then see, this is the first video we ever did. First video was the sheep and the lion video. It could, it should have been the last video, really. <laughs> first and last. <laughs> Basically, it explains the whole thing as best you can. Everything else is just teasing something out. So the sheep and lion, I'm not going to tell the story, but in a sense, the lion, all the while being a lion, has taken itself to be a sheep, yeah? 
through a mechanism of mental processes that keep suggesting, presupposing, implying, assuming that it's a sheep. So it's been listening since it was quite young, this little narration going on, and the narration is all about being a sheep, so the lion very easily has forgot itself, seemingly, and now lives as, as if it's a sheep. To the point, you know, it, it's, you know, barring and trying shit like that and is worried about will I be in the sweater next year and it's got all the the attributes of a sheep all the while being a lion yeah so the point is because you come to these talks and really the person's basically saying you're a lion and hopefully and then you know I would give a talk in the old days and I would be talking about self for 45 minutes and then we'd open up questions and the person like sitting only a foot away from me says can uh can you talk about self? I said, what the fuck? I've been talking about it for 45 minutes. So I'm going to get really close. All right. Because here's a lion. Here's a lion. You're a lion. You would think. But it doesn't work that way. Because the, the identification with the sheep is what hears the message. Yeah? It doesn't get through to the lion. It gets diverted into the sheep brain, which is all magic. And the sheep goes, oh, I got the message goes home and now it understands the message as a call to arms. I can be a, I could be a, I can become like a lion. Yes. And then the path ensues. So then you go back, you're a lion. All right. I really like that message. You're a lion. You're a lion. I can become like a lion. So the whole point is, is I do, I see a totally wasted time to keep telling the lion it's a lion all the while being obscured by the sheepness, just discuss the sheep yeah you can study the sheep you can understand the sheep you can experience the sheep you can't understand the lion because you're a lion that exempts you from experiencing being a lion you are a lion yeah so instead of trying to study what you are as what you are through identification as what you're not you study what you're not you come to talks like this, someone lays some ideas out, and you, it's like spiritual shoes. You put them on and see if they fit. If they fit, things are going to change, yeah? Because what's going to happen is the message got through to the lion. That's the whole point of these talks. I'm not talking to you. I've never talked to any of you, and it's not coming from me. I'm throwing it over your head because I know the defense mechanisms. I know it. I lived under it for years practicing meditation and shit thinking I was really improving, getting very clear, and I'm almost close, I know, and if I go for a two-year retreat, maybe it's gonna do it, and it's just like the same, same, same. And it was a failed system because I'm using what I am to look for what I am. Yeah. I can look for anything else and maybe find it, but I can't look for what I am because I am not what's looking. You see? You see the dilemma? Now, we, we, we want to apply how we understand things, how we get to know things, and we want to have the highest level, which is an experience that's not even close to being it. Being it, it doesn't have the fireworks of an experience, but it has a reliability that no experience has because it's always available at all times, right where you are with no requirement necessary other than the ones you make up. Yeah. You are what you're looking for. Where, when, here, now. 
And it's applicable any here and any now. Yeah. So in seeing what you're not, you'll find out what you are, which is the seeing of what you're not. <laughs> That's it. It's really that simple. And then just get on with it, you know. You'll save a lot of money and buy a nice electric car with your spiritual budget. This will save thousands of dollars. Seriously. Yeah. You will. You'll save tons of money. Yeah. You'll have a lot of time on your hand, which scares a lot of people. But you'll get used to it. <laughs> and you'll be used somehow or another. You'll be used. And you'll be better for it, and so will others. Yeah. And you'll... Like, do you think we have a get ready room? Do you think I, I prepared myself for this talk? Obviously, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> By our incredible, you know, readiness for a talk. We don't prepare shit. You just show up, the faith is there. Something like, it's not something, nothing uses this. I'm quite aware that this is a hose and I'm quite aware that's the water. The hose doesn't think it's wet. That's the wetness. Yeah. So the water comes through, puts it out there. The hose gets absolutely nothing, which is awesome in a lot of ways. Yeah, Because the, all the somethings the hose gets always is going to add up to nothing. So it's let's get right on the point and just give it nothing. And then maybe you'll turn away from the, the desires and the agenda of the hose and rest in the water. That's always available at all times, right where you are. With no, with no requirement necessary, you are it. So what happened with me from that point on, because someone asked me, they say, well, you went to satsangs. Is that the reason why you're giving it? I said, in a way, but because I didn't hear this, that's why I'm giving satsang. <laughs> I didn't hear this point emphasized, and I think without seeing this point, you're looking from the, the dilemma. Yeah, I do. If you don't see that you're not the sheep, you're going to start from being a sheep. And to me, it doesn't matter how great the sheep gets, it's a lion. Yeah. So this point just stops me in my tracks, and, you know, people have seen me for nine years, they, you know, they come back after five, anything new, nothing, you know, nothing's changed. It's like, what's new in non-duality 2019? Nothing, absolutely nothing. It's the same invitation, nothing has changed. And just describe what you're not and show the typical ways the system reinforces itself. Yeah, because they're typical. If you see them, you're not looking from them. You're seeing them, yeah? And you'll see that the production or the implication of you has never nor will ever make a you. You are not a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. It's just that simple, yeah? You're just not that. So, so you see, all right, so how do thoughts have such an effect? Well, they're not the thoughts, it's the my of the thoughts, yeah? It's the my, it's the feeling that the thought's about you or you're the thinker of the thought. That's where the juice lies, right? So the, the dreaming that produces this whole thing goes through the my and gives meaning to the thought. The thought delivers the meaning and you think the thought's driving you crazy. It's totally erroneous, you're missing the whole point. And if you don't get to the exact nature of the wrong, you'll be the fucking wrong. You'll be the thinker, and then the thoughts will have a lot of power over you, a lot of power over you, yeah? You own the thoughts, they own you. 
own the feelings, the feelings will own you. Own the actions, the actions will definitely tattoo you here. Yeah? So it's the sense of my, which is the sense of being the doer, the feeler, the thinker, the haver, the loser. That's what I'm talking about as self. I'm not talking about ego. I'm talking about a feeling, yeah? The feeling of the one who has an ego and the feeling of the one who lost an ego. That's, that same feeling is there if you have or lose anything, yeah? Have and lose seem different, but the oneness isn't. So the feeling of being the doer and the thinker and the feeler and the hearer and the taster and the toucher, that's where the bondage is, yes? So my view, if you watch it, this is so easy to see. Right, so I was giving talks and the guy knew the talks for a while and he said something and he says, all right, Paul, I, I get your idea of selfing. Now let's call it Pauling today, all right? How much is Paul, Paul, how much is Paul Pauling on a bad day? 80%, you know, 90%? And how much is Paul Pauling in a good day? 20%? And he had this whole take but see, he illustrated exactly what I'm talking about. The Pauling is what implies the Paul. The Pauling implies the Paul. He was the illustration of the robbery, which is the Paul. The Paul gets presupposed to be the one who's Pauling. You see it? There's an action. The action is used to imply the actor and then suddenly the actor is presupposed before the action. Feeling happens. The feeling is claimed by the mental state to imply that there's a feeler. The feeler's presupposed and now you're feeling everything all day. It's the one feeler that's having all the feelings. It's the one thinker that's having all the thoughts. It's the one actor that's doing all the actions. What an incredible efficient robbery. It's unbelievable. It places one assumption and then every other thought that comes by is held in the same way. Just one little and then my, 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 my. All reinforcing the idea of you as a body because the doer, when the sense of doership is felt, you feel it as a body. It, it presupposes the body as the repository of all the possessiveness. <laughs> So the body's the thinker, the body's the doer, the body's the feeler, the body's this, the body's that. The body is essential for the storyline. Yes? The body is where the, all the claiming is tattooed. Yeah? I like, to, are you thinking really? All right, I'm going to stop thinking and I'll tell you when I started thinking. I'm starting, it's warming up now. <laughs> I'm hatch, I'm spitting out my first thought. It may be coming out of my ass. I don't know. There's one. All right. Now, now, ooh, now they just they're just flowing now. Like mental diarrhea. My, 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 my. Obviously I had nothing fucking to do with it, but it has a lot to do with you. Yes. This is the bondage of self. It's an activity, a bondage of self, a bondage of self, not a bondage to self. That would mean there's two things, a bondage of self. It's an activity we're bonded by, yeah? 
The activity is mental verbing that implies a noun, and then the noun's presupposed by in front of everything, and now the noun claims everything. Yeah? So now you're the doer of shit you have nothing to do with most of the day. Yeah? You're the, you're the thinker of all the thoughts. You're the feeler of all the feelings. <laughs> I made myself feel this way. No, you fucking didn't. <laughs> the feeling occurred. There was a claiming of it. Then you're the feeler. And then the feeler says, I didn't want to feel that. But you felt it because the feeling came before the feeler. <laughs> the feeler was produced. It's a made-up noun. There's a claiming of the verbing, which all that is happening here is verbing. Conscious contact is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And then you can call the sixth sense thinking, let's say, yeah? There's nowhere in it that it says there's a thinker, a feeler, a taster, and a toucher. That's implied, yeah? The mental state claims the hearing to imply the hearer and the heard. That's the conception of dualism, and then it presents itself or projects itself as duality. And non-duality is a simple negation of that. So how can this take off? It's in the act of being identified as what you're not, that, that reinforces and sets this whole system off. So you see you're not that, and in seeing you're not that, you find out what you are. Yeah. You don't, it's indescribable, just like they've said in the history of fucking spirituality, then why the hell are people trying to describe it? <laughs> fucking, it's a moot point, it's indescribable, move fucking on. And let's describe what's describable, what you're not. You can describe what you're not. You can be very clear about what you're not. You can understand what you're not. You really can. You can see it's not you. Maybe it starts intellectually, but hopefully it'll be entertaining and it will drop down. Yeah, And then you'll see what Verizon says, but it hasn't stabilized yet. That's not you saying that. Whatever's uttered out of this thing isn't you. Yeah, You have never said a damn fucking thing here. <laughs> so you can always catch the thief because it's usually yapping. <laughs> and I'm not that. Yeah. And, you know, there is a point where it weakens. It does. All it needs is 50% to shift, and now you have a somewhat an immunity to it. I call it an immunity to what's not happening, which most, that's what we're mostly under the effects of. We're mostly under the effects of what's not happening. We're being incredibly affected by the seeming past and we're fucking petrified of what could happen in the future. So we're producing effects now based on an imaginary past and future. And we don't see that as mir miraculous, it's mind boggling. A Labrador isn't doing that right now. It isn't. It's not fucking, you know, itching his thing. Will I be playing at the beach? It doesn't fucking have any idea next week. It's here. Completely, because it hasn't entertained any insane idea somewhere else. We have, and what happened, you know, we've been sucked into these fucking shoots. Yeah. And then, oh, I, I don't, I'm not feeling alive. Of course you're not. Fucking the attention and interest is in like cold storage in fucking Deadville and Deadville. <laughs> of course, that's a perfect prognosis. Yeah, I'm not feeling alive because I'm totally obsessed with what's not happening.
<laughs> it's a very good one. Take it to heart. So you get an immunity that. Why? Because you're in what's happening and you're aware of it. And it has the quality what's not happening cannot have, which is it's happening. <laughs> and you can actually meet it five different ways, feeling, seeing, tasting, touching, smelling, where in what's not happening, you only greet it through thought, really. <laughs> you only go there through thought. Yeah. So to me, the God of the mental state dwells in the past and future, yeah. What we are is here now, so to speak. And basically the past and future are just mental abstractions in here and now. But they seem to be getting fed a lot of attention and interest because we're appearing there. This little thing, mental state made up that it cherishes, the story of Paul. You wouldn't go back, you wouldn't go, unless you have a grudge against Stanley or you were married to Stanley at one point, there's no way you'd be thinking what Stanley was doing five years ago if you're not Stanley. You fucking, if some thoughts are, oh, let's go back five years and Stanley's like, what the fuck, you know? But you, fucking all day, 30 years, what did, what did she mean by saying hello to me when I was 11? Who the fuck knows, you know? Oh, I think my whole life changed. It's just insane, totally insane. And the thing is, you don't go there, just interest and attention goes there. Yeah, you are all, you, you're not locatable. You don't go anywhere. You're not somewhere to go anywhere. There's no place in everywhere that's not everywhere. You're everywhere. You can't be lost, nor can you be found. It just is. It doesn't have to seem that way to you, but it doesn't matter. It's all based on to you. And if you lose interest in to you, and you'll lose interest and it doesn't seem to be so, you'll find out what it is by realizing what you're not. I can't, that's the only direction that seems to go, yeah? So this is like a spiritual shoe store. We just put some ideas out. You know, there's a great master I love, Wang Po. Oh. He had a famous statement, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. Seems simple, isn't it? Can't use mind, big mind, to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Do you think it would be appropriate for him to say that to anyone other than the Buddha, light, and mind? Do you think Hoang Po saw Jim as Jim and said, hey, Jim, the everlasting Jim, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. No, he was talking hopefully through Jim to the Buddha. And he was attempting to get through Jim, the fucking sheep collector, to the Buddha and tell the Buddha, hey Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. Yeah. You can't use light to find light, obviously. Yeah. So if there's a searching for what you are, you must be in the act of being what you're not. I mean, it's the, the clearest diagnosis. If you're searching for what you are, you must be in the act of being identified as what you're not. So if you clear up that idea that you're not that which is identified as that, maybe you are what you're looking for, like they say. Maybe the seeker is the sort. 
and you'll know the fruit, you know, you'll know the tree by its fruits. You entertain these ideas, and as this, as this experience, as this point of observation, I have to tell you that this has traveled lighter now for years, yeah, with no thought effort on its part. And I don't, cannot possibly see it as uh, I'm the cause of it. I see that this is an expression of it or an effect of it, but it is not a cause of it. So something like we say in AA, something has done for me what I can't do for myself. Yes. So there's been a correction and what it's allowed this to experience is a traveling lighter in life. And you know what, to this, what more does it want? Yeah. So it doesn't change my geography or my history. It changes how I travel through it, yes? So when my girlfriend gets cancer, I'm there because I I can't be anywhere else. So she sees me as great help when I'm not trying to help at all because I'm fucking present and available, therefore I'm of service because I'm present and available. Not that I become present and available. That could take fucking years. I am present and available right now, yeah? So I realized I can't be out of a moment, so I'm in every moment. I never get gypped because, not because I, I've gotten a secret way of being in the moment. I've truly, truly realized I can't be out of any moment. It's impossible. So there's no effort to get in because I can't be out. So it looks, oh, Paul, you're, you've mastered how to be in the moment. No, I haven't. I've just realized I can't be out of it. It's that simple, yeah. Sleeping or any time, you're there. You've never not been. It's just these insane ideas we've entertained and we believed, and it's created distance and space from that which has no distance and space from us, yes? This is just a simple invitation, put it out there. You've been served a spiritual subpoena. I've done my job, yes, and... Uh, You'll get something in the mail and fucking go to the court of light and all your transgressions will be annulled and voided, yes? Because you've, you've been in the mental courts for years. You've been convicted so long ago. The head's never letting you off. It doesn't matter how many hoops you jump through, it'll make more up. It's going to tie volcanoes to you if you jump through enough hoops for maybe an hour or two. Maybe we'll let you watch one show of Handmaid's Tale, but you can't binge the whole series in one night. No, you fucking have guilt for weeks. It's fucking, it's slavery. It's fucking slavery. And it casts us in time, and we're just moved by the current of time. And you can't enjoy peace of mind if you're a devotee of time, because if you, end, if you ran into peace, you'd be worried, will it be there tomorrow? That's not peace. That's not enjoying peace. You've got to be weaned off of time, and, this, and you can't be weaned off of time as a product of time. You're, you are actually of timelessness. You can see it. You can see it. You can see time from timelessness and the feel of it. You'll feel it and you'll see its distinct agenda married with the mental state. It's pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing all day, every day looking for the better mythical there. Always avoiding and withholding yourself from the here because of a past there or a future fucking there.
If, was, if this was a day of swords, I would have chopped some people's heads off <laughs> fucking today already. But I always, before I chop anyone's heads off, I make sure mine's off first. Because really, see, if there's faith and we are faith, faith is a power of mind. If there's faith in the thought system, it produces tons of anxiety out of the fields of what's not happening. I see it in recovery all the time. In recovery, they did diagnose the disease of alcoholism, and it's really something that affixes to self-centeredness, resides in the mind. So the disease talks to you as you and convinces you it'd be a damn good idea to get loaded when you know the last time you got loaded, you went to jail for five years. And it will override all your mental defenses, all your logic, and you'll be compelled to do something. It will lead you to fuck it, and then you're apt to do anything. Once you drink and use, then you're up on charges probably in a week. Yeah? Then you get consequences. And I know people who shot someone, killed someone in a blackout. They're in jail the rest of life, and they can't even return to the moment that put them in jail. They can't even remember what happened. Yet that action has tattooed them for 40 next 40 years. That's incredible, yeah. So there's verbing, hearing, seeing, feeling, tasting, touching, conscious contact, yes? The mental process appears after the conscious contact. It claims the conscious contact and says that it's the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. And then suddenly the seeing is underemphasized and the seer and seeing is emphasized, yeah? So you lose the sense of living and you have an interpretation of life's happening to you. Yeah. So now all the seeing all day is attributed to the one seer. All the hearing, the one hearer. All the hearing, the one hearer. All the doing, the one doer. Yes? All the smelling, the one smeller. All the tasting, the one taster. This is the bondage of self, yeah? So things that are happening imply that, that something is happening to a someone that isn't happening. So it claims what's happening to imply there's a someone. It can't pronounce the someone because there isn't anyone. So it claims what's happening, which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, thinking, doing, all this shit. It claims it to suppose that there's a someone. You never see it. It's just suggested, it's just implied. You don't see it, you don't experience it. It's just, it's like a shadow that follows you all the time, yes? Fortified and projected by the claiming of what's happening. So everything is verbing. The mental state is an activity, claims the activity to imply a noun. The noun gets presupposed, and then the language, which is a subjective language used by objects, reinforces that you're the doer of a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. Yes? All day, you're listening to it. It's quite easy for the hand to seemingly forget that it's the glove. Yeah? Or that it's the hand. And take itself to be the glove. 
especially when everyone, every seeming other hand has forgotten itself and takes it to be the glove. And a lot of the other gloves aren't going to be happy if you take the hand out of the glove. They want to put another glove on you. Yes? How dare you think you are a hand? I've been to more glove meetings than you have. I paid five years the methodology of how to get out of the glove. But the glove can't get out of the glove. See? That's how it protects the system. You try to get out of the system as the system. And it has a few more, and we try to share it so that you can see it. Yes? Because if you see it, you're not it. Yeah. yeah. So, hey. Did I miss anything? Probably a lot. Any questions tonight? No. Any testimonials? <laughs> I've got nothing from all this, yes. Especially the strong feelings and thoughts, like maybe most people would call it negative. Those enforce more of the selfing process. Isn't it more, when they're very strong, they, they're more- They can, for sure, yeah, yeah. Than the lighter ones, like, they are mostly fine. But yeah, some yeah. of the stronger ones enforce the idea much. See, but then the, the, the one who thinks they got caught up in it isn't you, you see? See, maybe somebody gets, they see, they see it once, yeah, and then they talk about getting trapped again, but that's also the same thing they saw that they're not seeing, yeah? And now if you go, if you see, whatever arises can't arise before you. You're it. Yeah, so just let it exhaust itself, and then it'll, another one will appear, and another, and then there'll be a quant, there'll be like a hundredth monkey syndrome. And then every time it arises, there's not a beholden to it, because it's not you. You've recognized wherever you are, it's going to seem to appear and say, I'm here. Yeah, there is no forbidden zone for it. As long as you're here dreaming, it's going to appear, yes? Don't think there isn't a place that you're going to be that and not be that. <laughs> just, it's just, you're not that from the get-go. It's going to assume that it's the one that's, oh, these are strong thoughts, and the strong thoughts got me in. No, it was, that's not you. That was gotten by, what? No, that's not you. Just let it open more. Like this, you'll see one, it's like this here. Oh, I just saw, you know, I wasn't that, but I'm seeing it from that, yeah, seeing another not that. Yeah. And then, oh, you catch that, and so it goes like this, yeah, getting clear. And But then, you catch it, yeah, you see, you see it, the activity, from before it. Now, you maybe have seven examples of it, it sets you're, you, there's a being convinced of that fact that you're before everything that arises, yeah? You don't, you don't need 800,000 examples, hopefully not. Just maybe a few, maybe one, maybe none. But maybe it'll take a few, but there will be a leap. 
and there'll be a shift of attention. And in a weird way, it's like the foreground will be the background, the background will be the foreground. And you won't be fighting or, you know, wrestling with these things anymore. Yes? The absolute is you're not that, basically. It's not, you're not that, but then when they're strong on that, no, you're not that. Oh, but then I saw it, but then there's real, no, you're not that, that saw you're not that, that saw you're not that, yeah? The claiming of the seeing, it will speak from the claiming of the seeing. If the seeing's way out here, it will claim it just as if the seeing's right on the fucking consequential level. It's, it's habit, it's mechanism is to claim. Whatever it's brought into contact with by us, it will claim. That's what it does, yeah? It's like pumping of the blood. It's not personal, there's no person. It's just a mechanism. So you catch the mechanism and then, like I'm with somebody, and I know, let's say I know a person, and the person was married to a, a guy or a woman who's demonstrated they're assholes. And then, the person does another asshole move, and my friend's like, surprised. I can't believe, I said, they've been doing it for fucking 15 years. How can you, that's their nature. It's like being surprised the snake bit you after you took care of it. And it says, it looks at you when you go, why did you bite me, Mr. Snake? Hey, I'm a snake. You know what I mean? I mean, so the mechanism is a claiming mechanism. It doesn't like, oh, it's forbidden. There's no claiming, no. Wherever you seem to appear at, it's claiming, I'm telling you. Yeah, it doesn't, there's not a spiritual electrified fence that keeps it out. It's a, go to fucking temples, go to ashrams, the hierarchy there. They're all fucked a lot of times. There's fucking drama, they're sneaking into rooms, fornicating with a lot of guilt probably. Who knows, maybe not, but you know, wherever we are, the shit's there. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you're waiting for it to be removed, you're, you're missing the point. It's totally okay to be there. What bothers, what makes it so important is it's about you. If it's not about you, it's fine, you know, really. I mean, people ask me, how are you, Paul? I, I haven't checked in a long time. Seriously, I'm not, I don't have my hand on my, how am I, am I, I just forget myself. So fucking, I'm in Toronto, go here, go there, you know, <laughs> whatever, you know, because I'm not, you know, your view changes if you're content and satisfied, really. The view of this changes, this, this anxious looking, because looking is seeing in time, really. When seeing is, appears in time, it's looking. That's why we're using the seeing to look for itself because we think it's different. But the seeing, that awareness in time is looking, yeah? Because there's time in it, yeah? A seeing is like looking, seeing would be like this. You're just gazing out the window. You're not ex hoping something's here that's not here or something be not here that's here. You're just gazing. That's sort of, that's like a scene. Now, you inject it with time, it's looking. Yeah? It's looking because it's got to get something. It's got to maintain something. It's afraid of losing something. So it's looking. It's always got, no, it's different. So the, it's like the, the scene is put into a time clothing, and now 
you're the seeing, but it's appearing to be looking, and you can't believe you are what you're looking for. Because why the hell would I be looking so much if I am? So, but you are, the, you, the seeing is being used or clothed as the looking, yeah? And so the looking blinds you to the seeing because it's the seeing, yeah? The looking has an intent, an agenda. That intent and agenda clouds itself from itself seemingly, yeah? So now you're using the seeing to look for itself. So you see you're not of time, you see you're not that, and in that you get a sense of what you are, and the seeing is different, it's not being directed, it's just dispersed, it's just, ooh, yeah. It's a different feeling. And you'll, and you'll start, if you get the feeling of it, you'll start recognizing the influence of time. Or, and it's a construct that we're in. We're producing it, yeah? When you're, having a, when you're at work, it, it seems the day's going super fucking slow. When you're doing something you love, it seems to go faster. Now, I don't know why here, one side gets way more oomph than the other side. Like, you can destroy a house in one minute. You take you maybe a year to build it, you know? It seems like destruction goes really fucking fast and easy, and then building up goes really slow and shit like that. I have no idea. Seems like it's there's an uh, incline we're living on, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> this isn't going to change. You'll just see it Not, instead of looking from it. That's all. You'll see it. And I'll tell you, you think, oh, that's, how is that going to change? You can't believe how it's going to change things. Yeah, it won't maybe change anything, but it changes everything. Because you're, you know, you are what you're looking for. I mean, it's definitely going to have an effect. <laughs> how can it not? <laughs> so... Did we bring the shirts up tonight in the car? Yeah. Yeah, we can, no one can leave. I finally smuggled some Zen bitch slap shirts into Toronto and some books. They're collector's items. I only have about 12, so. You don't get them now, Coco. We'll wait till it's over. We won't, no, no, sit down. For those who need it the most, stay. <laughs> no one needs it at all. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Have you tried to apply it? It doesn't fucking work. <laughs> Non-duality is probably the worst skillful means there is. <laughs> Uh, I want to get out of this. Oh, there's no one in. No, it doesn't work that way. You know, it's not like shooting dope. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> it's a trip, man. It's a trip. You cannot... The resilience of the sheep is amazing. <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, 
I'll give you the whole story of the sheep line because you know you'll feel like you didn't get your money's worth. So, because <laughs> of course, time means something, doesn't it? Yeah. They did that. I think in transcendental meditation in the old days, it used to be for free, and no one was doing it. Once they started charging money, everyone wanted to learn. It's funny, isn't it? It's a weird thing. It's weird. Or just like in my case. If I made myself very infrequent, I'd get more dinners free. <laughs> now I'm familiar, I'm paying for my dinners. I can, you know, fucking, no free ride for me. <laughs> I maybe need to wear a robe and put a shri in my name, maybe. I'm not getting the respect. <laughs> I don't want it, that's such a fucking burden. Who wants to be a somebody? Fuck, that's too much weight. <laughs> I don't want any of your importance. <laughs> I'd be fucking saddled with it. <laughs> this is about traveling later. This is a simple message. You are what you're looking for. Yeah. I hope it. I hope it hits. And we put tons of videos out and fucking audios and. We have some books we'll try to sell off to you tonight. And that's why I sell shirts, so you can get something. Usually, usually you get nothing, so get something. It supplements my, uh, my income. <laughs> so the whole system's there. You can repeat the message tons of times. Yeah, and then because the system... You know, like in Star Wars, they had the Death Star, and then there's all these fighter planes, and it's shooting out. That's sort of like the defense mechanism of the selfing. Yeah, it can, it can, it can hear a message like this, and if you have like one of those momentary, let's all pause, it regroups, you know, immediately. Oh, let's go into, no, <laughs> there you are again. You want to overwhelm it, yeah? So someone goes, Paul, he, tell, he went to the guy who watches the door in LA, he says, you know, this guy, everything he says goes over my head. And the guy says, what do you mean? What do you think about that? I said, that's where I'm aiming. I'm not talking to you about it. I'm talking to it about you. <laughs> I don't care about you getting it. That doesn't go anywhere. I want it to get it. Yeah? And I know it's getting there because I've been here before. I've watched it thousands of times. I am not talking to you. And this, it isn't coming from this to this. It's coming from that to that. Yes, please, let's get clear. So we're trying to throw it over the defense's head so that will hear it. And then when that hears it, then see, if you tell the Buddha about Steve, it goes a lot farther than telling Steve about the Buddha. <laughs> it really does. You want to talk to the Buddha about Steve instead of Steve about the Buddha. You do. And uh, I think it's a fundamental mistake of most teachings. Yeah. They're, they're trying to teach you. Fucking don't waste any more time about that. Let you be the topic. Yeah, let's talk about you. Let's see if you're that. Yeah? And maybe if you see you're not, you'll find out what you are, and which is indescribable, unknowable, and all those freaking things they've said. That's what it is. Why is it unknowable? Because you're it. What is, why is it indescribable? Because you're it. Yeah? That's why. So you can't know it, you can't describe it, you can't experience it, yeah? You're only relegated to one possibility, which is being it. And we're, do, we're totally engaged in that right now. But we don't think so. 
And as Jesus says, thinking, thinking it makes it so or unso, really, that's what happens. Because there's so much faith in the thought system. If the faith was put somewhere else, you'd be, you'd be in an ease and comfort right now. It's the same faith. It's, faith is going to manifest in the vehicle it's put in. You've seen what it does when it's in the thought system. You live in what's not happening. You're fighting phantoms all fucking day. You're worried you're going to have cancer five years from now and you're not able to enjoy Friday night because of five years from now. What the fuck is that? So no more and no questions, nothing. What time is it? Have I talk talk long? Yes, <laughs> feeling pressure. No. <laughs> Trying to remember oh, not feeling pressure. <laughs> what? Oh, that's way longer. <laughs> that's way that may have been too long. No. Yes. Okay, Paul. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in recovery, uh, and uh, yeah, like I there's this like dualistic relationship with my higher power as well as kind of like your your the message it's uh it's benefited me the most out of even doing the 12 steps like but i did the steps and then i i started to kind of get what you were saying more and uh when i pray at night now all i say is like thy will is done yeah. and uh that's it because i see like I guess I was at like uh, just asking for things that uh, it, my life's just been really simpler, and it's interesting that like yeah I can just I still pray at in the morning and at night, but it's just yeah Thy will be done, and that's it. Thy will is done. Yes, Thy will is done. That's for that's, sure. That's it. I want to get clear about this recovery thing. The rec you know, recovery is about body and time yes it's this it's in the dreaming yeah recovery is the dreamt getting better yeah non-duality is isn't a path but it will illuminate the paths here so it's sort of like when we're in rome you do as the romans do in a sense so this action figure has alcoholism or addiction so it has found a program of recovery that keeps it from going anywhere near there yeah not with any thought or effort yeah but just a, an abstinence of it yeah now this doesn't conflict the entertaining of non-duality yeah the non-duality is of a timeless nature, and then there's the experience of time, yeah? That's where recovery is available, because in time, we need a way of life, some of us, yeah? Like, if you had a big awakening without a way of life, it would dissipate in maybe a day or two. But because we have a way of life, based on principles, the action figure now has become content and satisfied instead of very unruly, and restless with an incredible magnetic appeal to people in uniform, yeah, when, when it's drinking. So now there's been an incredible change in the action figure. Now it doesn't demand much just attention. When I needed to be observant, I wasn't. Now I don't need to be observant, and a lot of people are. 
they're highly observant of their sobriety. For me, I'm more like a free-range alcoholic, yeah? So I'm not burning down houses. I'm not going to do something stupid tonight. So there's not much paying attention to me. That's wonderful. And then my mind's more free to entertain other possibilities. But I've seen a lot of people try to use non-duality as a shortcut around recovery, and they're drunk non-dualists, yeah? You've got to lay it on to where it's valuable, which is here in time, yes? So you have the non-duality, which is our inherent state, and then in the seeming dreaming state, there's something that has addiction, or, and it needs to be dealt with here, or it's going to deal with you, yeah? So, yeah, but I like the idea of thy will is done, yeah? And there's a point, yeah, things just change, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem will not exist for you in recovery. And when you see it's not you, the problem will not exist as you. That's when it, the solution stabilizes. When you see it doesn't exist as you. When it doesn't, when it doesn't exist for you, it's still an experience as what you're not. But when you see that the, the problem doesn't exist as you, that can stabilize. That produces a, a stable traveling lighter. Not something that's provoked by a retreat on the weekend. I mean a basic stabilization of traveling lighter through your life. Yes? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... That's priceless, really. For what could possibly happen here for some of us, that's priceless. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, just on that, so does that mean that the line seeing that it's a line and not the sheep, will that change the condition of that sheep? It can or cannot, yes. But you'll lose interest in a lot of conditions of the sheep. And it's not the lion seeing the lion. It's the lion seeing it's not the sheep. And then it finds out that it's a lion already, yeah? There's no lion seeing that it's a lion. It is a lion. It doesn't need to see it's a lion. It is one. It's seeing it's not a sheep. And then the sheep's conditions can say pretty much the same. They will probably change, but it's not essential and there's no format of how that will go. Yeah? But there'll be a loss of interest in the sheep. Definitely. And then you'll find where the interest w went by its demonstration through you. Yes? Yes. You'll feel lighter because there's light, yes? You'll feel available because you're present, yeah? If you're present, if you're available and you're present, you're of service. So doing service or not doing service, you're of service. So things that you were attempting to do become like wedded in you. And now you have an attitude of gratitude, yes? You see things in a different light, yeah? And actually, truly, the attitude and outlook of the action figure can change, which is getting close to the source code, really, of the action figure. If the attitude and outlook can be changed with no thought and effort on the part of the action figure, you're under a good fucking operation then, because you'll be utilized and... Uh, let's say what, let's quote unquote what saved you moves through you. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. See, when I was out there drinking and using 
there's all these statements in AA that proved what had, was happening to me, recovery. And one of them was, no human power could remove the alcoholism. Now, in my case, that was true. My mother wanted it removed. My friends wanted it removed. People who hated me wanted it to be removed. The state wanted it to be removed. Nothing could remove this fucking thing. And the, and the reaction of just having to do drugs and alcohol all the time. Yet suddenly, one day, I got struck sober. Yeah. And the amazing thing was, I've never had a strong feeling or thought about alcohol or drugs ever since, 31 years now. That's a fucking, in time, that's a fucking great solution. Because it took the radioactive isotope of that urge out of me. I didn't think it was possible. Yeah, and it has never come back. That wind that was like gale force all fucking day hasn't even appeared as a breeze in my life. So in time and in this place, that's the greatest solution I ever found. And it had nothing to do with me, yeah? It says you'll suddenly realize that something has done for you what you can't do for yourself, exactly. I would say that's the basis of my living as an action figure here, <laughs> tell you the truth. That's what it's all based on. I have realized something is doing for me what I can't do for myself, or actually doing through me what I can't do for myself, really. And uh, I was lucky I had the ability to be convinced. I didn't know that was there, but I was. I got struck sober and I was convinced I was not managerial quality, that I shouldn't be running the show. And I wasn't running the show, the thought system was. And I saw that it's a failed system, as clear as day. Yeah? And I started to see, the first step was, I listened to people share at recovery meetings. And when I went in, I felt like I was so unique, you know? I had terminal uniqueness, a thick shell of it. And I really believed fervently, fervently, like some people I know today are believing things, that no one could understand me. You know, no one felt like I did. No one had done the heinous things I did. No one thinks like I did. And I listened to people share their feelings, their thoughts, what they had done in their life. And after a few months, I could only come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts? Or they're not my thoughts, yeah? Because a lot of people were thinking just like I was thinking. But I had the idea that these were my only thoughts. No one had these thoughts, but tons of people who were, at, who were addicted or seemingly driven by addiction and, and alcoholism had the same fucking thoughts I had, the same feelings I had. So I realized they're not mine, which brought us unbelievable space because they were like a fucking fine film of saran wrap. Kept thinking I was seeing, but it's fucking pretty cloudy when you're looking through 50 layers of it. And I had no idea what was going on. So, so that just, that was a stepping stone to leap into the idea of non-duality as you're not the thinker of any of the thoughts. Yeah, but I got, the, I got a free sample from that. I saw the ring of thought move yeah, and there was space there and then it leapt to another possibility, hey, through the hearing of non-duality. There is no thinker of the thoughts. So first I was still the thinker, thinking at least some of them aren't mine. <laughs> then I realized, well, forget all that. 
you're not the thinker, which gives you like absolution from all of the thoughts. I mean, it's so beautiful. And then it was like, in AA, the first wave of responsibility is to see your role in things, really. You're so out to lunch, you're blaming everyone for every fucking thing, you don't see your role. So you finally see your role in things, and it's a huge wave of recognition that brings about relief. And you make amends and do all this shit. But then you get introduced, let's say, to the Course of Miracles, and it says, you're not in a fucking dream. You're not in someone else's dream. You're the dreaming. You are the dreaming of the dreaming. What? So I stepped that I stepped on that guy that guy's foot a half hour before he punched me out. So I saw my role in things. But now something's telling me I'm the dreaming of everything and I'm giving everything all the meaning it has. Wow, that's fucking mind boggling. So and then I see, wait a minute. I'm hearing that message, I'm the dreaming as the dreamt. That ain't going anywhere. <laughs> So maybe I've got to realize I'm not the dreaming, and then realize the dreaming is hearing, yeah, that it's not the dreamt. That worked. Then non-duality worked, because non-duality is a negation. It's not an affirmation. You are the affirmation. Yeah? But you arrive at the affirmation by negating what you're not, because in a sense, you're in the act of being identified as what you're not. So you cannot get to what you're not because you never left. But you've got to see, right? You've got to see you're not that. And in seeing what you're not, there's a sense of what you are, which is immediate. Which doesn't come with a bunch of requirements necessary and doesn't come with a plan of a lot of vigilance and thought and effort. It's pretty relaxed possibility. And it's it's translated in my life as it's always available at all times, right where I am with no requirement necessary to meet it because I am it. Wow, yeah. That's a lot of fucking work out of the way. Yeah, let's try these pants on, see what happens. Oh, people call me. Oh, you missed a great teacher, Paul. Hallelujah, I missed a great teacher coming through all this. And I just stopped everything and then let the spiritual path stay down and fucking things became obvious. I kept, I did not throw a lot of logs on the fire and I realized the fire is eternally fucking burning. It doesn't need my help. Yeah. And by doing all the talks, I've been in tons of different physical, emotional, mental, financial, circumstantial conditions coming to a talk. And it doesn't mean a damn fucking thing to what's moving through. It doesn't care if my condition's aligning with it or it's close to it. It doesn't give a shit. It's like any hose will do. <laughs> Just fucking put it out. Yeah. And then what the hose experiences is emptiness. Complete fucking emptiness. It sees itself, it feels itself as a fucking empty fucking vessel. And it gets a real sense of that when something moves through it. Yeah. The spirit, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Hmm. Is it uh, important to lose uh, interest in attention itself? You can't, but see, if you set out to lose interest, that's interest. <laughs> you see? Yes. See, if I take a two-year course of how to lose interest, that's interest. Yeah? We have the fundamental statement in recovery. It's very good. It says... And it's a very big statement, but it's, it's, I don't think it's emphasized that much. It says, you got to quit playing God. Yeah? 
So I'm telling, I'm saying, I'm suggesting to everyone here that the mental state's playing God. So like when you wake up in the morning, doesn't it tell you how the day's going to be? So it says, you know, it tells you how 5 p.m.'s going to be. It's only 8 a.m. It tells you, you know, how, oh, you're going to have cancer next week. When, whatever. It's playing God, isn't it? So there's a statement that says, you got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. Okay, so what happens if that which is playing God hears it's got to quit playing God? So that which is playing God tries to quit playing God. Isn't that playing God? Ad infinitum. Tell me when it isn't. How does it, how is there a quitting of playing God? Seeing you're not that which is playing God. That's how you quit it. You don't quit it as it. You quit it by seeing you're not that. And it will kin continue to play God, but it's not, be, you're not beholden to it. As, and basically it's your God juice it's using, really. Yeah? You're the only one that give, can give meaning to things. You're the only one that can go into the past and the future. No fucking insects going there. No dog is going there. Yeah? It's this mental state that has all these possibilities. So, that which is playing God can't quit playing God. Self can't get out of self. You can't use, use yourself to find yourself. They're all the same fucking indication. They're trying to say something that inherently is known in you, but has to go through that which wants to know, has to bypass that, has to get under it, get over it, to get to that which is, which has no desire to know what it is. It's being what it is. The last desire it has is to know what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point of the talks, is to get something through to what you are instead of to what you're not. Because I went to a lot of talks that were directed at me, and they didn't go anywhere. It all turned into therapy. And therapy's fine if it's underneath the right topic, but not non-duality. Non-duality is not meant to be helpful. It's, it's meant to leave you with your own devices so you'll see they're not your devices. That's the whole point of it. The whole point of it is to describe what we're taking ourselves to be and putting a little oomph, you may not be that, and then in seeing what you're not, you find out what you are. And then you stop looking for what can't be found. There's a famous story in, in India and Ramana Maharshi used it. I won't do it justice, but it's the famous story of a lady has a necklace on her neck, right? Beautiful one. And she loses it, quote unquote, right? Loses the necklace. So she's really bummed out she's lost the necklace. So she tells her friends and she tries to ask them if they'll help her find the necklace. And so they start searching for the necklace, looking for it everywhere. And then they hear about someone who says they found the necklace. So they go to the meeting and the person says, yes, I found the necklace and I can teach you how to find the necklace. It may take a few months, but I can teach you. Come back, bring me a check and we'll start the lessons and you'll be adept enough to find the necklace that you've lost. Okay, you don't know any better, you sign up, you go religiously, you buy the books and everything and you're busily looking for the necklace. And then someone comes and sees you and says, what are you doing? 
And you go, oh, I'm looking for my lost necklace. The guy says, feel around the neck. And then the lady feels around the neck and she finds the quote unquote, the necklace. And now she has great joy when she thought she lost it. And I mean, thought she lost it because it's always been around her neck. When she thought she lost it, she was bummed out. And now when she thinks she's found it, she's in joy. Watch that, but dreaming. You, you're dreaming you've lost something with the hopes that you can dream you'll find it, yeah? But most of the time will be spent on it being lost, really. It's a bad deal. And you have a vague hope that you're gonna find it, which may go on for fucking lifetimes, <laughs> because <laughs> this business plan is pretty good. There's no return policy, yeah? But what he's basically saying, it's never been lost or found. What you're looking for is always realized at all times. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So, yes? So in a sense, we believe we've lost something and we're hoping to find it. But all you need to do, it isn't finding another method of how to find it. Just question, have you lost it? And then maybe seeing you're not that which fervently believes it's lost it. You don't have to convince it it's not lost it. Just see you're not that that's convinced it's lost it. Stop wasting fucking time trying to change what's not gonna be changed, yeah? Just see you're not that and fucking move on. You're waiting for something that's not, it's not going to be there to get it. You can't be there to get it. Yes, so, yes, I've done my job. <laughs> she says, my mental state waited a long time, even though it was, you're not gonna get anything was said, it was still thinking it was gonna get something until years ago. Then it realized it's never gonna get anything. It's been, been become a very unenthusiastic participant at the talks. <laughs> the mental state's not interested in nothing. It isn't. It has no interest. It has a huge interest in becoming. If it could become what it is, it would love it. Yeah? It doesn't have any interest in being what it is. It wants to become it, maybe. <laughs> but it, very little interest in being it. Because there's no starry role in that. Yeah, there isn't. There's no Homeric Odyssey. There's <laughs> just, I can't write a blog about this. Uh, what am I going to say? Oh, well, I went to the store, got some organic butter, <laughs> went home, gazed around a while, <laughs> did a couple of 360s in my house because I forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to come to a talk about that? You know, now if I said, I was in such turmoil, I went to the Amazon, 
I went to eight ma miles of jungle, met the shaman, who was from Brooklyn, let's say. <laughs> met the shaman. I took some way weird concoction. It felt terrible. My face was painted with mud. I was pretty much naked with beautiful women writhing here and there. Oh, I saw everything. <laughs> I can't believe I'm here to tell you what happened. <laughs> no, you'd follow that blog. You would. Jesus, I'm buying a ticket to Peru. Yes, and we'll be having a tour to Peru because I am now the shaman. <laughs> you know, it'd be great. I could have a fucking giant following. But nothing. Well, what the hell? Yeah? I'm telling you, haven't you had enough of something already? Please. Fucking look at nothing, man. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, that's it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> It's hilarious, really, if you see it. It is. It's hilarious. You don't even see it. You're seeing it. It's always there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any more questions? No? I think we're going to... Let's get the... Can we get the shirts? You want to... Maybe uh, Donna, you want to go with her? Can you do that, please? It's just a... Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll wait for you, honey. We're not going to do anything. Um, uh, I'm the collector of the donation. 